your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Tuesday, Lacrosse Talk PM. I was supposed to play a song here, but it died on me. I'm disappointed about that. I'm trying to reach the computer and grab it. (laughs) 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line if you want to get in here. Man, this song doesn't exist in our file anymore. I'm really... Oh, there we go. This is the song. This is the song that uh, the Cross Police had to deal with, in a way, on Saturday. They had to hear somebody singing. Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Any way you want it. 27 year old lacrosse man started singing Any Way You Want It by Journey after police found him passed out in his car Saturday afternoon. This was his second OWI charge. Happened on the intersection of Clinton and Rose Street. About 2.30 p.m. 2.30 p.m. on a Saturday, passed out. What's going on on Saturday before 2.30 p.m. that you're passed out at the at the lights? The 27-year-old woke up as police approached. This song was playing on the radio because his car is on, of course, because he's at a stoplight. And he put his vehicle, he started singing, put his vehicle in reverse, and then hit the truck behind him. Police had to break the window to get him to get inside the car and shut off the vehicle. He couldn't really determine to police. He couldn't really relay to police how much he had been drinking. It was a little inconsistent. Or where he had been, where he was drinking, how much he was drinking. Refused the, the blow test, the field sobriety test as well. Uh, And he was uncooperative during the blood draw, if you can imagine. Uh, Witnesses said at one point he had passed three vehicles in no passing lanes before stopping at the light. Not sure what road he was on, so he he was at the intersection of Clinton and Rose Street. Uh, (laughs) Woke up, started singing Journey, just blasting on his radio. I don't know if he saw police when he woke up. If he saw the police and, and, like, panicked and threw his car in reverse... To, to maybe back up a little bit to get around the car that's ahead of him in the stoplight. I'm not really sure. Uh, but that was the scene Saturday at 2.30 p.m. Pretty interesting. That's on wisdomnews.com. If you want to check out the story, go to the Facebook page if you want to add your comments. Uh, probably probably not. I don't know. What station was he listening to? Was he listening to one of our stations there? Journey? Classic Hits maybe? Uh, also, just we'll, we'll keep with the police-related themes. Uh, on Alaska Police, this is on their Facebook page. Their phone lines will be temporarily down tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. due to maintenance. And will be f- down on Wednesday from 6 to 10 p.m. And Friday from t- 5 to 10 p.m. So if you need to call the Onalaska Police, you're supposed to do so by calling the La Crosse County Emergency Services. And there's a number on there, so, you know, just Google Lacrosse County Emergency Services, I'm sure. You're not going to write this number down in, in a panic if you need to get a hold of the Onalaska Police. I understand that. 
Uh, and a person before the show texted in, there's an accident on Highway 16 northbound. Before Gillette Street, traffic's backed up roughly a mile. So thanks for that text if you're heading that way. One more time, Highway 16 northbound before Gillette Street. Traffic's backed up there, so go the other way. Uh, Brad's working on a story right now. I'm sure you'll hear it in a minute. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll just let the news, I'll let Drew read it. I'm sure he's going to read it in a minute here, but it's about uh, the Cross County Board ballots. A little interesting. Brad's going to have that on the website in a little bit. Also on our Wisdom News website, kind of, it's just kind of strange stories lately. On Saturday, we had the lacrosse diocese and sexual misconduct with children. And now today, a restaurant in Lacrosse County is part of a bigger scandal, I guess you could call it, uh, in violation of child labor laws, making kids work too long. Uh, the Onalaska Wendy's had five violations, essentially five kids working uh, when they're not supposed to. There's there's laws against when kids under, I think, is it under, no, it doesn't, does the story not say that, under 16 or under 18, uh, and, and the times that they can work, I think part of the restrictions are they can't work after before 7 a.m. or after 7 p.m. on school nights. And there's a cap on how many hours they can work in a week, of course. So, uh, yeah, the Wendy's in Alaska is among, what was it? It's, uh, I think, 990? I just lost the number. I believe 35 Wendy's and five Fazoli's in Wisconsin. And then that's on top of a bunch of other restaurants. Same restaurants, but across the you know, the, the nation essentially wherever those restaurants are. It's a Kentucky based company called mana company. They were fined $150,000. Oh, it's 16 years old for letting kids 16 and under work excessive hours. So there's that as well. So we can get into some of that stuff. Uh, impeachment, obviously talks going on today. Um, JJ Watts going to be on Saturday night live, February 1st. And, uh, oh, there's this interesting story in Minnesota about uh, a church kicking out. Uh, it's it's essentially it's elderly parish, parisher, parishioners uh, because they want to get younger. <laughs> so we can hit that, too, as well. That was pretty popular on our Facebook page. All right, we're going to hit news. We'll be back in a minute. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. Not sure if that accident on Highway 16 northbound is still there, but it was 20 minutes ago uh, before Gillette Street. Traffic backed up about a mile on Highway 16. Uh, started the show talking about a 27-year-old who passed out at the passed out at the wheel at the lights, essentially at Clinton and Rose Street on Saturday at 2:30 p.m. Must have had a good at early afternoon. And uh, when he woke up, he journeys any way you want. It was playing on the radio. And not, not exactly sure how it all transpired, but journeys any way you want. It was playing. Began singing that. I don't know if he noticed police were approaching. And that's what you do when police approach, right? Like, oh, act natural. Any way you want it. 
<laughs> act natural. I'm just jamming in my car. I wasn't asleep. What? No. I was awake singing Journey like anyone would. Of course you're going to sing any way you want it. <laughs> then he put the car in reverse. I think maybe he panicked. Oh, I was asleep. And I'm wasted. Put the car in reverse, backed into a truck. Whether or not he was the first person to the lights, I don't know. Was the light green or red? How many How many uh, cycles had the light gone through? There was a truck behind him. Was the truck waiting at the light too? Was he just passed out for a second? Was he passed out for an hour? Who knows? There's. I just don't, I need some more details. Who pulled this guy? Who, who arrested this guy? Call me. Tell me how many light cycles he was there. Uh, witnesses say he was passing cars in a no-passing lane uh, before stopping at the lights. So he did stop at the lights, at least. Uh, past three vehicles. Uh, Clinton and Rose Street. So what's that like when you're passing cars in a no-passing portion on Clinton or Rose Street? Uh, so that's on our website. This other story is interesting, too. I just mentioned it right before the break, but I wanted to kind of get into it. So it's out of Cottage Grove, Minnesota. A struggling Minnesota church is asking its older parishioners to leave in hopes of making it more attractive to young families. So Grove Methodist Church in St. Paul suburb of Cottage Grove, closing in June. It's going to close. And then it's going to rebrand itself, essentially. And open again in November. Most of the members now are 60 and older. Uh, one of the quotes, one of, one of the quotes, one of the quotes uh, says, I pray for this church getting through this age discrimination thing. He said it at church, said this at church. So I, the, 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 it's struggling so much that they don't even have, uh, well, it's a Methodist church, so I don't know if it's a minister or a whatever you want to call the the person directing the sermon, right? Uh, But but they just have members of the parish, like, rotate and and do the sermon, I guess. Uh, But this person who was at church, I don't know if he was doing the sermon or if he was was just saying this out loud, stand up and you have a comment, you know. Uh, He goes, I pray for the church getting through the age discrimination thing. The rest of the the sentence that written by, by the AP... He said at church on a recent Sunday as the gray-haired heads around him nodded in agreement. (laughs) It's a church uh, with 25 members, essentially, most of them 60 and older. They're going to try to rebrand, and they're asking those gray-haired members who were nodding their heads in agreement over the age discrimination thing to, "Eh, can you just not come back? Go to the other church. We're in in St. Paul. There's plenty of churches. We're going to try to get younger. Uh, Methodist regional body is paying $250,000 to restart the church. So the struggling church that can't pay for a, a priest or a minister has its members rotate sermons, I think, and uh, they're going to pay $250,000 to jumpstart it, kick the older members out. They they won't be physically barred from attending, uh, said one person with the rebranding process, but the the expectation is that they won't come back. We're asking them to let this happen. He said, for this is to be true for this to be truly new. We can't have a core group of 30 people. 
the members of the church have other options. They can go to Woodbury during this phase. <laughs> Man, that seems very not church-like. And isn't that what... <laughs> Like, isn't that what most churches, like older people over young people? I feel like church is, is probably made up of, of the gray-haired people more so than than younger folks. All right, we're going to go to the phones. The caller, who is this? You're on the Crosstalk PM. Yeah, it's Eric. Hey, Eric. Hey, I was kind of wondering, are we going to listen to your meandering all day, or do you got any topic tonight? And by the way, I was kind of wondering, am I going to get paid any royalties for using my voice on the radio? Um, Is that it? In your, no, no, in your commercials on the radio. See, peak is going on. I wanted to ask one thing. When is uh, Mr. Knutson coming back on again? Thursday. He'll be there Thursday. Dr. Knutson. Is, is he a PhD? Is he a history professor or is he a um, political scientist? He's a he's a doctorate in political scientist science. He's not a history professor. Uh, no, I don't believe I, he might teach history. I, I don't know his curriculum, but he's a he's you know on the he's a doctor. He has a doctorate in political science. Yeah, the PhD. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he could teach history if he wanted to. But thanks for the call, Eric. You're not getting any royalties from uh, you calling and abusing me during the show. I think that's royalty enough. I, I let you call every day and abuse me. <laughs> uh, texter JP Tech said, hey, be careful what you call elderly there. They're saying everyone's 60 and above. I don't consider 60 elderly, seeing as I'm 65. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm I'm not calling uh, people 60 and above elderly. I'm just reading the story. Don't bite my head off. Uh, but that's a cute text. Thanks for for that. Yeah, I just uh, this this church in Cottage Grove kicking essentially kicking out members. It's members who are are sixty, mostly sixty and older. I don't know if it's kicking out all its members. Uh, they quote one lady who who is kid. She's thirty four, uh, and she says, "If it happens, I wouldn't come here anymore." She's a six year member that loves the couples at the church and said they didn't mind being the youngest member. So they're thirty four. They're the youngest members of the church. She says, uh, this church is very kind to us and our children. Of course, right? Like, that's what church is. It's like, church isn't lacrosse talk PM where everyone comes and complains about stuff. Church is church, right? Like, you go there and you see, it's kind of a social gathering. You learn something a little bit and you go, you see your your friends, you meet new people. I get it. They're just saying, uh, this church is saying we want to meet younger people. These old people aren't attractive enough at our church. We want to... I think maybe the problem is young people don't go to church anymore. Like it's a, it's kind of a, if you want to look at something that happened right in town, right? It happened on Saturday. Uh, people don't want to go to church or be affiliated with church because all the sexual misconduct, sexual assault, sexual abuse of children, the Catholic church, uh, this hit home on Saturday, right? Like, uh, uh, Brad just told me, Brad has a story on wisdomnews.com. Lacrosse diocese releases names of 25 past priests accused of child sex abuse. Young people see the stories every every day, maybe once a week, once a month, a different scandal with the Catholic Church and child sex abuse, and they're just like, I'm done. Like, that's how I see it. I'm done with church. Like, I don't want to be affiliated with the thing that's always in the news about uh, child sex abuse. It's weird. Uh, I can worship some other way. 
Uh, go back to the phones. Is this Clyde? Yeah, Clyde from the highlands of the town of Onalaska. <laughs> hey, Clyde, go ahead. So anyway, a uh, couple things. Uh, this this idea with the church kicking out the older members, that's only a product of uh, Social Security, because prior to FDR inventing Social Security, your grandparents would move in with the family, and they would take care of the uh, children. So then that way the parents could go out and make a living, and they had a... a uh, babysitter, an in-house babysitter, and you took care of your parents until uh, they passed away. And that was the procedure that happened, but then socialism decides, no, government knows better. And so that's, that's the product of this church trying to kick the old people out, rather than embracing the you know, three, four generations of, uh, of a church family. Okay, but what 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 does you know? I have to take care of my parents now. Have to do with us not going to church on Sunday because because we're sixty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because it it sets up a whole new paradigm that that the government will take care of your parents when they get old. Where it used to be, it used to be that no, the the grandparents would move in when they. When they couldn't work anymore, they would move in with uh, the children, and then they would be the babysitters for the I, grandchildren. Okay, so how about this? So back in the day before Social Security, you, you get old, you move in with your kids because your kids got to take care of your parents. Now on Sunday comes around, I'm sick of my parents by the end of the week. It's the weekend. I got to get out of the house. I'm going to church. <laughs> to get away from yeah, my parents. Yeah. My parents yeah, are I, like, "Hey, where are you going? I, Nowhere, never mind. You guys can't drive. You're too old anyway. You're too old and decrepit. I'm I'm headed out. I'll see you in an hour and a half." Yeah, the other part <laughs> is is that as you said, the uh, younger the younger people, I've had young people tell me, "No, I I'm not going to go to church because it's too hard. It's too hard to follow all those rules, you know, uh like uh, no adultery, don't steal, don't murder someone. <laughs> that doesn't have anything Those... to do with church. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just, uh, yeah, that's just society. That's, you know, it's all it's all too hard. It's all too hard to follow all those those rules. You don't you know, think uh, you don't honor think... your father and mother? That's too hard. <laughs> well, that's the that's getting back to uh, leaving to go, to ditch my parents to go to church. You don't think it, it, like people, young people, not going to church anymore has anything to do with these these sex scandals, child sex abuse scandals. Well, that that's part of it because the media likes to play that up because uh, it's not a small you, thing. If you if you research, there isn't any more uh, sexual abuse in Protestant in Protestant churches than there are in the Catholic Church, and the reason why it's not played up is because the Catholic Church has a hierarchy of bishop, of uh, monsignors, bishops, cardinals, archbishops, cardinals, and then the Pope. And so there's this whole this this whole this whole government style of uh, of of organization, whereas in a Protestant church you have the church council. So you got a Protestant minister starts molesting children. The the and they the church council the local church council they they don't want the publicity, so they just fire that pastor and move on to someone else. They fire so, him, though. At least they don't just let him keep working. No, and that's and that's the other part of it that I I, I have difficulty with because the church is in the 
the Catholic Church is in the business of forgiveness and redemption. Every church is in the business of forgiveness and redemption. And that's where the Catholic Church made the big mistake, is that they believed people, they believed priests when they said, I'm sorry, I understand, I, can't, I shouldn't do it anymore, forgive me, I won't do it anymore, and the bishops believe them. Sure. And that's the and that's the big problem. All right, Clyde, I got to go. Thanks for the call. I got to hit news, Scott's comment. We'll uh we'll continue this maybe. Maybe we'll steer it back to uh kicking old people out of church instead of child sex abuse. All right, Scott's comment the news coming up. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 97 tabs open. I'm trying to find the talk and text line. Uh talked about a story on Wisdom News right now. And on Alaska, Wendy's is one of a bunch of restaurants, 40 restaurants in Wisconsin. I think five Fazoli's and 35 Wendy's, but just the on Alaska Wendy's, not the other one on the south side. Uh, among those getting fined for child labor laws, essentially having kids work before or beyond the hours that they're supposed to work, 16-year-olds and younger uh, working between, they have to work between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the weekdays. And apparently they're not. Uh, Texter said uh, $15 an hour for Pizza Hut delivery driver, including tips (laughs) in regards to that somehow, I think. But uh, can a 16-year-old be a pizza delivery driver? You got to be like, how old do you got to be to be 24 or 5 to rent a car? Uh but I guess it's their own car. So what would what would a, a company care if a sixteen year old was driving their own car to to uh, deliver pizzas? They get an accident. It's their car. Uh, texter texting a whole bunch of stuff about minimum wage work. Lines and lines. I asked who, well, who for their name. They didn't send it in, and they just sent bombarded me with a bunch of texts that I can't read while talking. Uh, Evers, Governor Evers, is going to perform read he's he's gonna read right like he's gonna read his state of the state address uh tomorrow at 7 p.m uh he posted on facebook this is what he posted on facebook we made one of the largest investments in transportation in a generation through our budget all while keeping our borrowing at the lowest levels in 20 years Evers continue, I look forward to seeing how these funds will help local communities address their transportation needs. Maybe we'll have to uh, call the La Crosse County, City of La Crosse, and see how they have. But Evers, in that post, he shared a Wisconsin DOT post, so double posting. You got to wonder if Evers wrote the DOT post. But uh, the DOT post he shared says local governments are seeing the first of the additional local road funding provided by the 2019 to 21 budget. Governor Tony Evers today announced local governments received quarterly payments totaling more than $132 million for general transportation aids. Uh, And it goes on from there, quotes uh, the WISDOT secretary with 90% of our highways under local jurisdiction. Uh, local jurisdiction. It's imperative that we provide necessary support for these critical roads. Uh, anyone who listens to this show or <laughs> or uh, 
is on social media in lacrosse, any story about government doing anything except fixing the roads always rolls back to fixing the roads. Uh, Gary Podeski is, is texting me asking what's the county election story. Oh, did Drew not read that? I feel like he, I don't, I'm not listening to Drew do the news, honestly, because I, I can read the news. But Gary wants this story read. Gary Podeski running for Lacrosse County Board. This, this doesn't have a lot to do with him. It's just uh, interesting, I suppose. And it'll be on the Wisdom News website once Brad finishes writing the 12 other stories he's working on. Uh, but two members of the Lacrosse County Board might not appear as candidates on the April ballot because of problems with their nomination papers. County's clerk's office ruled enough signatures to be invalid to remove Doug Wiedenbach and Isaac, oh, I had it earlier, Tahiri, Isaac Tahiri from the spring ballot. Wiedenbach disputes claims that he did not personally collect all the signatures on his papers. So essentially, I guess maybe the accusation here is that you got to get enough signatures, you have to collect them yourself, and maybe he had someone else do that. A, Wieden, a Weidenbach in disguise. One of the signatures in dispute was from a lacrosse city council member, Barb Jansen, who made the complaint and is a candidate herself in the third district county board seat. Tahiri was found to have gathered some signatures from people who had already signed papers for his opponent in the fifth district. Hmm. Okay, I don't know how that works. So if you want, anyone wants to explain that to me, if you if you sign uh, papers. For one county board member running for office, you can't sign papers for another. At this point, like, you want to run for county board, I'm going to sign it. Yeah, go ahead, run. Like, why? Well, I, I guess I don't understand that. But it is funny if you, uh, you, you have to do that personally and you have someone else signing, going out to get these signatures. And then that person goes to an opponent's house and gets a signature for you, but you're not you. And then that person's like, hey, you're not Doug Weidenbach. <laughs> busted so uh hopefully brad will have that on and he can you can dive into that a little deeper when he puts it up on wisdomnews.com or he'll run in here and grab the microphone while you're doing that brad i'll go to the phones number three is on go ahead you got me all mixed up now (laughs) which which part thanks for taking my call (laughs) yeah anyway my daughter just called me she's at the hairdressers getting her hair done she heard you talking and she asked if ma was going to be here tomorrow she's going to pick me up some uh hair coloring so i don't get kicked out of church oh yeah so you don't look like one of those gray-haired folks right yeah yeah that's a good idea a little bit darker brown and you can't wear a hat in church because that's inappropriate yeah that's right you know and another thing is uh they can't kick the old people out of church because it's most of the old people that are paying the bill to keep the churches going. Yeah, that's because what I was thinking. Uh, they're the ones, usually the uh, the young people. That's I think that's another reason why young people don't go to church is they you know they pass the plate around to, for for donations and the young people are like I don't have any donations now I feel bad. Oh yeah, you know the, the person now a man and wife with a couple of kids both working. They might not have enough money to what they're you know to put in church, but they got a deal now where you just do it electronically. But I still do it the old-fashioned way. I got an envelope and I put my check in. As people know, I'm giving to the church. Right, but 
But you you apparently have money. These young people with two kids working two jobs that don't have money. Then they feel guilty for going to church without, you know. And then you're yeah. sitting next to them. You put your money in there. You hand them the plate. And they don't put any money in there. And then you give them a side eye. No, I wouldn't do that. I'm a Christian. <laughs> All right. I was brought up. <laughs> I was brought up the right way. In fact, we even put a new lunchroom on our church. Yeah, spending money that you don't need. You should give that money back to the poor, I think. All right, thanks for the call. All right, goodbye. Uh, Brad is now in here. He's going to pr- try to explain this a little bit. Well, this is a str- the church is a strange story. I did Brad's desk about it today. Did the, the, the old people kicking old people out of church? Uh, the old people out oh, of okay. that church, yeah. I originally like- yesterday put your name on that story, and then I was like, whoops, that's the wrong church oh. story. Because oh, you had the other, right? Because I, I had the the Catholic yeah. story from, but uh, yeah, it's, wait a minute. The idea was to bring more people into church rather than okay, these people should leave, and we're only going to try to attract the younger yeah, people. Yeah, which would be nobody because apparently only sixty year olds and that one thirty four year old lady and her kids are the member are young members of that church. Uh, I don't know. I feel <laughs> no, no reading of the Old Testament in in that church. <laughs> Leviticus. All right. Uh, okay. So you're going to try to explain the uh, Cross County Board right. I, story. Right. I just I I did just post a version of it on the web page. If it uh, well, I feel like that's going to be the abbreviated. Hoping that it will be here very soon. But uh, yes, that uh, there are two county board members who had qualified for the ballot, and now uh, some of their signatures have been ruled invalid, and they are not on the ballot. At this point, one be Doug Weidenbach and the other be Isaac Tahiri. But the uh, the Weidenbach story is the one that is uh, becoming interesting. This is the third district in the uh, in La Crosse County and also represents the city of La Crosse. Is uh, the the dispute over the signatures that Doug Weidenbach had collected uh, was that. He personally did not collect all of them himself, but that he had a person who was helping him out. And and I just yeah. got off the phone with Barb Jansen, who was on the city council and running for the seat yeah. as well. And uh, and Barb tells me that uh, she had been asked to uh, to sign the papers for Doug, but it wasn't first. Doug. It, but Doug was was not at the door. It was uh, the woman who had the papers. Was that person? And Doug uh, was like, uh, like two houses down the street or something, okay. and, and she saw him later. No, and, and then it turned out that later on, okay, so Barb had signed, and then at some point she had decided she would like to run for the uh, the seat herself, and she submitted papers. And then, okay, the deadline, and they were both on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Then she found somebody asked Barb Jansen, uh, well. Did Doug was Doug there when you signed the paper? And she said he wasn't at the door. And they she said, the no, road. you're supposed. To, no, the person is supposed to you have sign to do this it. Personally. And then, then she checked it out and found uh, that the even though she signed papers for this woman who came to her door, it was Doug. She says who had signed the paper and. It, it was not supposed to be done that way, says Barb. Doug has uh, to be at the door. That Doug would have to be at the door. That uh, the state rules in the county board races. That's that's what 
the dispute is now. Now, Doug says, well, he was in the vicinity, he was nearby, yeah. and that should count. Now, was Doug using uh, child labor, maybe a 16-year-old no, kid? he not using... <laughs> We're not going to mix that well, I up I want to roll there. in all these stories I together. I know you want to roll in all the stories. Then but, they went to Wendy's. But anyway, but, and Doug says that he is asking the state to try to clear this up, but there is also a possibility that if he... If they rule along with the county clerk and say that he can't be on the ballot, then he could run as a write-in. That's a, a pop- possibility, too. But this is going to go, apparently, to the election commission to, to make a decision. They have a few days uh, to submit that. But the, uh, okay, the, the, the dispute is that if you are running for county board, you are supposed to, and you sign the paper with the signatures on it, you are supposed to be the one who collected the signatures personally. And there were three signatures, apparently, where that was not the case. And that was enough to well, knock him below. Well, if the woman the, who had gotten those three signatures had signed yeah. that, would that have been okay? Or does it always have to be Doug? You don't know. But it's, it, How many the, signatures the, the, do you the, need? The, the thing is, I believe 50 signatures. 50? Okay. Is, but... Uh, the point being that the person who collected the signatures, these three signatures, is not the person who signed. Yeah, that's the what I was wondering. So, right. Yeah. Okay. So you need fifty signatures. Also, um, is it that big a deal? <laughs> you know, like really? Well, so, he was just well, over there, they, and it's they, three. Signatures. They want people to follow the rules. On top of that, it's fifty. Yeah, sig- come I mean, on, Doug, get fifty signatures. There, there's a, a trial going on in the U.S. Senate concerning people following rules and and doing uh, things in the proper way. We're in a place rules, where we schmools. That's we're in that, that's the 21st century. This, this is the time of unprecedented. We just do things that are unprecedented, like <sighs> getting three signatures by someone else. Uh, apparently not of child labor laws. No. Um, the other part is okay. It's just wait. So part of the story on the in and and also and in the case of Isaac Tahiri, it was a, a case where. Uh, oh yeah, can can people if I if you're running for county board, you could sign everybody's name, but the the other candidate running for his seat got the same signatures first, so his were considered duplicates. The same people signing both papers. So I'm his du- were d- uh, considered duplicates because he got them second. Well, and I'm just saying this. I'm I'm Doug Weidenbach. I come to your house. <laughs> okay. And you sign my election paper signatures, right? Yeah. And then let's just say, just for example, Isaac comes by and asks you to sign his election. You can't do that. You have to only, well, I can only. Well, they're not in the same district. No, I'm just so saying that... for, and then I, fine, Doug's no, you could si- you could sign two different people. The problem is it's the pers- the first, in this case, in the Tahiri uh, district, it's the person who got the signatures first that it counts for. Oh, so you can't sign. You can, but you you, they could, don't count. But it only counts. It, we are told it only counts for the first person who got the signature. And he's not going to have any idea that that other, unless he asks every person. Unless hey, he did asks you sign? every person, and then later on checks right. with the county clerk. Which is why you go above and beyond getting fifty signatures yeah, just to play it safe, it, right. right? You try to get as many signatures. We have this as you happen can. quite a bit. We have it, like there uh, have been yeah, on Alaska school board and the mayor of on Alaska, and uh, yeah, that's. Uh, there have been a few cases like this in recent years. Um, yeah, and then they run. I mean, Chilson, you know, he screwed up his election thing and he, ran in a writing he, campaign he ran and a writing won anyway. Campaign and won, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not the end of the world, I guess, if you end up getting kicked off the uh, the ballot in that way. But three signatures—that's kind of funny. Just like, man, he's if if it ends up being that, he's like, yeah. if he only and, got and, and fifty the signatures. Thing is that there, are, it's 
two members of the county board who are now off the ballot because this happened because there were invalid signatures ruled on their petitions. Sure. Okay. Thanks, ah, this, thanks Brad. I gotta... this, is, this, is, this has been a, uh, a an interesting day following up this story and uh, getting all these people on the phone. Right. Yeah. Good job. All right. Thanks, Brad. We're going to go to news. PM there we go. Up on we'll be back in a minute. All right. Welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. I'm getting memes now. I'm getting a bunch of memes in the text line that I'm deleting because we're living in a meme culture where the dumbest of information is shared without any background. And some of those memes are, they're kind of funny, but not really political, I guess. But uh, All right. Eric's waiting again. Eric from Sparta, go ahead. Yeah, regarding uh, Governor Evers, I call him Evers to see what cut me off. Um, I was wondering how much money is going to, Put towards uh, road repair, hundred and seventy million dollars. Um, in the DOT post, it said for the calendar year twenty twenty, local governments will receive an estimated five hundred twenty one million dollars to offset transportation related projects. Uh, also, local governments receive quarterly payments totaling more than one hundred thirty two million dollars for general transportation aids. Okay, uh, let me ask you this. How much that's going to come across? How much is going to stay in Milwaukee and Madison, where his voter base came from? Do you have any idea about that? Or that there is a go to the full list for local payments link here, and I clicked on that, and it sends me to a PDF with a bunch of other links. And in the time that I – there's like 19 other links, and at the time that I had to look, I, I can't – there's just too much. There's too many links and too many places to go to, to, to do that on the fly. So I can do that later. We could talk about it tomorrow. We can find out where those local payments are. I'll, uh, but I, at this second, I can't do it. But if you go to Evers' Facebook page, Governor Tony Evers on Facebook, and check his, uh, you know, check his post, and then look at the DOT post, you can go to Wisconsin DOT post too. At the end of that, there's a local payments link, and if you want to go search that, feel free. Uh, Clyde is back on the air. Clyde, go ahead. Yeah, this is Clyde from the Highlands of the town of Alaska. Hi, Clyde. I, I think that we should put together, or well, you should do it because you're uh, computer literate. You should put together a uh, GoFundMe page in order to get Eric to move to La Crosse County so he can run for county board because I think he would be an absolute wonderful uh, county board member. Okay. Now, also, also, that being said, Anyone, when it comes time to pull the lever, nobody pulls the lever anymore. They just fill in arrows. But when it comes time... Wait, did you, you pull the lever at some point? Did you pull the Pardon? lever at some point on a ballot? Yes. Oh, yes. I guess yeah, I didn't even town, think about it. Town of Onalaska used to have uh, used to have the, uh, the pull the lever machines. 30 seconds, Clyde, just warning you. <laughs> okay. If... If you live in Gary Podesky's district and you do not vote for him, you should have your head examined. <laughs> okay. it would be He would be an excellent representative for your district, a great addition to the county board, and I don't even like him, but I'd vote for him if I lived in his district. Okay, thanks, Clyde. All right, Clyde, pushing for Gary Podesky for the Cross County Board. Guess we're doing that now. That's all the time I have. We'll see what we talk about tomorrow. Bye.
Rick Solom. Mechanical left wing nut. WIZM. You are so disgusting. Lacrosse Talk PM. What's the saying? Close is only good in horseshoes and. Uh, uh, <laughs> Lacrosse Talk PM. We need to be willing to investigate other people's perspectives. That's because... called the comment section. <laughs> Been there and done that one. Weekdays from 5 to 6 on WIZM. Now I'm going to do my damnest to make sure you get fired.